everybody. Gravy Bible, pencil and journal, and maybe even a cup of coffee. And join in on our conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. He presented another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while people were sleeping, his enemy came, sowed weeds among the wheat, and left. When the plants sprouted and produced grain, then the weeds also appeared. The landowner's servants came to him and said, Master, didn't you sow good seed in the field? Then where did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he told them. So do you want us to go and pull them out? The servants asked him. No, he said. When you pull up the weeds, you might also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At harvest time, I'll tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and then in bundles to burn them, but collect the wheat in my barn. Hey everyone, welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara, I am Dot's daughter, and we sit down together every week and we talk through truths in scripture and we are continuing to talk about not just the parable of the sower, but also the parable of the weeds and how those two parables kind of go together in some ways and what Jesus is talking about in those parables. And hopefully you guys will stick with us throughout this conversation because I'm not going to lie, I got a little confused about what Jesus is talking about. I do not have a green thumb, so that will be... <laughs> my disclosure, but we are still glad that you are here and we would love for you to pull up a chair and join in our conversation. Hey, Kara. Hey, mom. This is fun. I know. We're doing it face to face. I love it. Face to face. All the, all the graduation things. My nieces graduated, your granddaughters. Yep. It was a crazy weekend, but yeah, it's been fun. Emotional, fun, Yeah, uh, exciting, emotional. Yeah. Happy, emotional. Well, Just I mean, emotional. how many times are you going to say emotional? <laughs> oh, that's what I think about this this weekend. I'm uh, happy funny. for him. I'm sad, you know. I'm excited yeah. for what's next. And um, I really did get, I know this is not working. We don't have to like dive into this, but just saying it's got me really thinking because there has been a lot of emotions, like mm-hmm. my sister's moving and on top of, you know, my nieces. Moving out with me. Your yeah, they used to be living with me. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were living here. And anyway, I, it just got me thinking a lot about like the unknown and how scary mm-hmm. it is and how I was just saying to someone earlier today how it's it's hard to be excited about something when you don't know what it's going to look like. Like right. you just trust blindly like, okay, I know this is right. This is going to be good. But it's hard to really really get excited because mm-hmm. you don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. You don't know so, if it's going to be a good time or it's going to be a bad time. It's right. going to be a challenging You just know time. it's going to be good. But sometimes good isn't always easy. Yeah. And, you know, I think, as I said often to the to the girls, is the fact that, you know, just because it's different doesn't mean that it's good or it's going to be bad, you know, automatically. Like, this, it is scary. But I also shared with them so often that, God doesn't give you the grace to handle something until you have to go through it. Right. So you can't live days that you not yet lived. Right. So, so, it's so often we try in to. The future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So often we try to handle something we haven't experienced it or lived right. yet yeah. out of fear or control or right. whatever. You know, in some ways, this reminds me of what you know we were talking about. Like we don't know what the future holds. We don't know like what's really our next season. We never know like when we're going to turn. Um, corner and all of a sudden great blessings are being poured on us are we're going through a hard time or frustrations and stuff like that but 
as I was been reading the parables, one of the things that you know Jesus was saying in my mind, and when he was talking about that, he's talking about the kingdom of God. He's talking about what it's like to live in God's kingdom, not in our world. Can we pause on that real quick? Because I do feel like, so in my Bible study, we talk about the kingdom of God a lot. We talk about, or we reference and yeah, we talk about what it means to be in the kingdom mm-hmm. and or to be outside of the kingdom and how we can't leave the kingdom when as believers, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. we're always in the kingdom of, of God. Mm-hmm. I just, can you like explain that yeah. phrase or that? Yeah, that mentality. That mentality, what that, means, what that huh? means to be in the kingdom of yeah. God. Does that mean like we're just believers or? Well, what it means, first of all, is that God's king. And in the kingdom, it means it's in his world, God's world and God's. Uh, reality and God's family, like God's we're, economy. Yeah, we're like in uh, Jesus called Satan the ruler of this world, and I know a lot of people find that very confusing. Like, didn't God create the world? But what happened was, you know, in Genesis three, where Satan, you know, brought sin in through Adam and Eve and they, their choices, that God then began to he cursed the earth, he cursed the world, right, and so. He says, hey, I'm going to make a new kingdom. Right. So he started out with a new kingdom. Well, when Jesus was there, the disciples thought, oh, the king is here. The, the Messiah is here. He's going to set up his kingdom. It's like heaven, basically. It's like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like ruler. Like, yeah. you know, uh, and, and as a child of God, he is our king. Right. And as a child of God, he is our ruler. But we are in a world right now that is really controlled by Satan. Right. So, yeah, so what does that mean to be— Well, it doesn't mean that God's not in control. Again, God's control. Right. He's in control. It's almost like— sovereignty. When a parent gives their child, you know, like, okay, you can choose to do, you know, I don't know, you you can clean this part of the house. And it's like the parent really has control over the child Mm -hmm. that you're just kind of giving the— you're giving the child control for a minute. And giving them a little bit of a freedom and yeah. of choices. But it doesn't mean that the parent has no control or not in charge or whatever. Yeah. Right? And, and yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, well, you can say to your child, you know, you have a choice. Mm-hmm. But then your choice has consequences. And because well, no, I'm, I'm paying that- for your or I'm paying for your college education. Then you can go and do what you want to do, but I can pull that. I am still in control. Right, so God can take the control away from yeah Satan, which He will one day. That's Revelation. Mm-hmm. That's right. He Revelation. will take his take take it back. So, but what does the kingdom of God look like here on earth? Is the church? Is the the body of Christ? It is uh, where we gather together as a group of believers, mm-hmm. and how that Jesus is the King of us, and He's ruler over us. So. The, and it's the living church in the and the of, body of Christ. Yeah, and like living in His will, right? Yes, right, well, yeah. And But it's just mainly understanding that it's His kingdom, it's Him, and we are part of His kingdom. So because like he He's master our, and he, because He's in control and He's who we've given our lives to, He's purchased us. That He is our king, he, not he's the our enemy. Ruler, not, yeah. And not ourselves, which is a lot of what He's talking about. He's saying, he's saying like the kingdom of God is like... This master who goes out, that would be God, and he scatters all the seed, and that's out into the world. And What then, would the seeds be? The seeds, the Word of God. The seeds mm. are good. The, the seeds are what God's will is. The seed is God's plan, God's purpose. And then it says, but then, he said, but everything that you did, it was all good. God's purpose, God's plan, God's will. But while... We were sleeping or while, mm-hmm. you know, life began Metaphorically to, yeah, sleeping. Right. right. That while life began to move on, all of a sudden I knew 
that you were sowing good seed, which would be God, but now there's wheat, there's tares. There's there's a wheat and there's a tares. So the wheat was good, but the tares is is, the where is, is that- evil. It's like, so Satan has come in and has taken and lived and resigned in what is good, which is like the world. So the good, the world was good. And then Satan came in in the middle of the night or, you know, came to uh, Adam and Eve, deceived, and now Satan is there. And so you see good and you see evil. So the the main point of this verse and what mm-hmm. I want to talk about is that while we're in this world, there's good and there's evil. And what uh, Jesus was saying to the disciples, it's not up for you, to you to decide that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I find it so hard as a believer and as a child of God not to try to discern and say, well, I know what's good because I don't know the heart of people. And so what we struggle with is mm-hmm. trying to live in this world. And there's this, there's obviously evil in the world. Right, which is there's a tension, obviously, between right. evil and the Lord and yeah, good. Yeah. And good. And you know, for me, I've said this a thousand times, the hardest part to know about what's good and what's not good is when it's blended. Mm-hmm. Well, truth. What I might see as good, you may not see as good. Or what I may say is like, oh, that's evil. You may not see that as evil. You know, like we all, we can have different perceptions of what is good or evil, but God's the ultimate. We can have different perspectives, but we don't determine what's good that's and what what's I'm saying, evil. Because we don't, we, we see it through a lens. We see it through our own lens. Yeah. And, and that's I where think we the have biggest to... thing, that's the problem, Kara, is that we get to a place where we think we know what's good and yeah. what's evil. We we determine what we think is good. I hear it all the time. Like, well, what's right for you may not be right for right. me. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. it's not true. Right. What God says is what's right, and He didn't ask our opinion. And so what this this parable is talking about is... To me, is guys like you just go and do what I'm telling you to do, and let me determine what's good, and even and I'll take care of it. And he's talking about the end of time. He's talking about revelation. He's talking about coming back and destroying evil. But right now, we're having to deal with it. And you know, we hear this all the time. Like, well, why doesn't God do something about all the evil in the world? And I think God's going to do something about it. But right now, as we're living in the kingdom of God in a world that's evil, which is good and evil, God is going to do something about well, it, I think but it's, he he's is, not asking us to do it. Well, I think the misconception, too, is, yes, he's going to do something like we read in Revelation, but also I he is doing something. It's not like he's sitting back. You know, there's so much going on behind the scenes and so much going on in the spiritual yeah, he's world. he's throwing good seed. Right. It's like he is. he's doing something while he is also getting ready to do something, you know? It's, but let's go back a little bit, because on the one that we talked last week about the heart, about the, the seed, sower. the sower, you know, God's sowing the seed. God's allowing us to see Him. God's Spirit is here. God's doing a work in the world. That's what you're saying. Right, right. Yeah, it's not like He's just sitting on His throne, twiddling His thumbs, Wait, no. waiting for Revelation time to come. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no. And that's that's what's about this parable is like, I'm doing the work. Right. I'm throwing the seed. I'm taking care of it. And you don't have to determine what is where this enemy is or where the if this is bad. And I, I think for me, a lot of times it really happens more with relationships. When we see people, 
we don't know their heart, but we might, I mean, obviously we can know them by their fruits right. and know, you know, how their actions are. But often we can see somebody that we might think is extremely good, a good person, but God's looking at their heart and they're really so sad. Well, they may have good actions. They, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're good, you know, doing good but things. But they may not have a good heart, right. But if they're doing it for themselves and for their own self um, to make themselves look good, God's looking at them like, you're not doing that right, in it's my just name. just selfish ambition. Yeah. yeah, you're doing it. You're self-absorbed. Right. You're, you, you're doing it because you feel like it's making you look good. But we don't know that. Only thing we can see is someone doing something we say, well, they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just so kind. They're, you know, sold everything and gave everything to the poor, you know, kind of thing, which is definitely something right. yeah. would be, you it's know, It's just the bottom line is we thing. just don't know. It's not our place to judge the heart of man. Yes, and that's what that... That Which is very difficult to do. Is. It, we tend, we throw stones real quick. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. as humans. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Whether you're a believer or not, <laughs> Jesus throws seeds. We throw stones. Yeah. And, you know, and we weren't. I think it's interesting though. In my translation, it says in verse 29, someone's asking, you know, do you want us to gather up mm-hmm. the wheat with because mm-hmm. the, there's weeds? Yeah. Do you want us good. to gather? Mm-hmm. Do you want us to go pull the weeds? And it says in 29. No, because you might pull up the wheat with it. But then in 30, it says, let them both grow, and I will tell the reapers. Like, it's just the those little things of, no, you may, like, basically, don't get involved. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I will tell you when the time is. Like, you might, you might pull up the good and the bad. I mean, you might pull up the good with the bad, mm-hmm. and you may not, not intending to. You're trying to pull up the bad. Wait for my time. Wait for me to do it. Then let me be God. It's right. basically what he's saying. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's like mm-hmm. it's interesting where it's like, no, you don't. You don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll in be terms the judge. of yeah, like you don't need to. You don't need to take matters into your own hands. Right. And I think that that's really hard for us. Oh, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. And we're going to straighten them out, and we're going to tell them what's. You know, we're going to show them, and you know, we're going to you know really. Uh, deter- we determine. That's. I think that's one of the most egotistical, prideful thing we can do is that we can say we can determine what God's will is for someone else, or we yeah. can determine if we know someone's heart. And which we, it's so. I feel like we talk about it, and it's like it's so easy to hear it and and be like, yeah, no, like agree with what we're saying. Mm-hmm. But when push comes to shove, especially if it's someone you care about and you love, like a spouse or a child or a parent or sibling, you know, someone who's yeah. very close to you and you either see them making decisions that you're like, don't do this, you know, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And like you want, or you want to help them, you know, you want to play Holy Spirit in their life and try and like show them or be like, oh, like you want to get them to a place, mm-hmm. even if it's with the best of intentions, get them to a place to where, and it may be a, exactly, that mm-hmm. you may want them to get to where God wants them to be, but it's so hard to let God mm-hmm. be God. God. <laughs> and that's, and I think that's what Jesus is saying when he's giving this parable. Like, and of course, he's telling the disciples because, you know, we know right after when he goes to the cross and, G, and Peter wants to take things in his hands and say, yeah. you know, I'm going to strike the, you know, soldier. I'm going to take his ear off. And, and God's like, you're not, you're not after my, yeah. my, you're not after like this, what I want. Right. This, you know, I came here to die. Right. And Peter couldn't ever accept that. But when, of course, it's like, when you look at it, it's like, oh, of course he didn't want his Savior. I mean, they were best buddies. It was a Savior. Well, it was yeah, his mentor. He didn't know that it was Savior. He thought he was the Messiah, which would be the Savior of the world. But, but Peter just saying, wanted to build up the kingdom. Peter, Peter wanted, all the disciples wanted God to be what we see in Revelation. 
Yeah, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is I don't blame Peter or no. any disciples. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. It's like, of course, he didn't want this person that he yeah. loves to die. You know, so it was like he Absolutely. had the best. That's my point of like, he we, can have that the, we left everything for you. Right. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying is I feel like there is, we can have such good intention. Like we want, like in the parable, they're wanting to bring, that's to right. take up the bad. They're wanting to take up the weeds. They're mm-hmm. wanting to take up the evil. And I think that's where it's like we have to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit to know. I mean, because sometimes He does call us to act or to do something or, you know what I mean, like to act on behalf of, you know, against evil or it, that's not what at all, you know, He's saying. It's just— He never asked us to be God. That I think that's what we're getting at yeah. is that we, as a believer and as a follower of Jesus, we want to do what God's will. We want to— represent the king well. We want to defend the truth. We want to be able to to share with other people. Like you're not you don't need to be doing this. This is not of God. This is not going to benefit you. You know, if right. you keep going in this path. And so we're wanting to change people's lives and we're wanting to encourage them. And I'm not saying that you should ever not want to encourage someone and give them truth. But at the end of the day we go back to this what we talk about so often. It's the responsibility of the outcome. I was just about to say that because Mm -hmm. I literally was having a conversation with someone yesterday, I think it was yesterday, about that, of Mm -hmm. just like she was frustrated with in a situation and she was like, I don't think this person is getting it. And I was like, you said what you need to say. Mm -hmm. Like you you spoke the truth. Mm -hmm. What they do with that isn't up to you. And it's so hard when it's like... because there are times where you know this is the best thing for you because it's mm-hmm. truth, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, literal, like whether it's like forgiveness or mm-hmm. um, letting God be God or, you know, it's, that's when it's so difficult. And it's we like, know well, that I it's can't. true and it's godly for them to seek holiness and to seek right. and when the they glory don't. of God and to seek Jesus without and love him and all that right. stuff. But, but it's not up to, and that's why but I it's kept, not up to us. That's why I was like encouraging her, like you did, you did mm-hmm. what God wanted you to do. You know, like you did your part. Mm-hmm. You, you know, went out in the field. You did what sowed God asked. So you sowed the seed of truth, mm-hmm. and what they do with it, like that. That's not on. That doesn't mean that you, you know, failed or didn't do well or mm-hmm. whatever. It it means the opposite because you did what you're. You're just supposed, supposed to do what God's asked you. Yeah. Obedience, and and I think, you know, when you think about. You know, in the Jewish times, and and their wheat and and that what they grew was essential to their success. It was essential to their life. Like that's how they lived was through all the you know the planting of the soils and the you know uh, different produce and stuff. And so, you know, this was like in their mind, like this is like life. This is like life and death. Like if if the wheat goes. Then everything goes, and here's these weeds coming up, make choke out the wheat, the wheat, and so they, like you said, they have great intentions, and 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 in the Jewish culture and that content, that was like life and death. Well, it's, I'm thinking about my own yard. I have a lot of weeds in my yard. Mm-hmm. I want them up. Yeah, and I know that and you want them up now. Yeah. I got a weed. I have a weed doctor. <laughs> yeah, and and we do too. But that it's not us. It. Right. <laughs> it's Jesus. Well, I'm just saying it's like this tool that gets mm-hmm. the root. It, it goes yeah. down and get and it does take up some of the like the good grass. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's for the benefit of the like there is benefit to bring up the to taking out the weeds. But but I do want to say something because okay. you were talking about your friend. I I think that when we share with people the truth, 
I think that that is God speaking through us. That is like Jesus throwing out the seed. That's like, I'm telling the truth, but I'm asking Jesus to speak through me. Right. And so he's throwing it out. If the enemy comes and twists mm. what that person has said and made that other person think that a person's saying something they're not saying, right. you know, they'll twist that. You and that's twist what, the Word of God. That's right. They're yeah. twisting the Word of God, and that's what's truth. happened. Yeah. And here is this... Wheat, the good thing, God was doing a good thing. This master was doing a good thing, and he's sharing out truth. But then darkness comes. It's like light and darkness, you Mm -hmm. know, and sin and holiness. And what Jesus was trying to prepare the disciples with is that you're going to be throwing out these seeds, but you're going to do it in my name. You're going to be throwing the truth out. And these people are not going to listen to you, and there's going to come a time when the evil looks like it's winning, and you're going to want to be this warrior for me, and you want to go in, and you're going to stamp out all evil, and it's just not our place. God will stamp out all evil, and we know that that's coming, but right now, we got to live in a world where there's sin and there's Mm -hmm. evil. Yeah, well, it goes back to, I know we just referenced it, but like the parable of the sower, because... The whole point of that, both of these parables, really, is mm-hmm. we can't control what someone else's soil is. Like, if we sow the seeds of truth, we, you know, are participating in the kingdom of God in that way. That's how mm-hmm. we are, you know, being used by that's God. how we are being mm-hmm. used. But someone else's heart slash soil, mm-hmm. we yeah. can't, that's not up to us. Yeah. We can't, like, we are throwing the seeds and we may. That's where we don't know. It could be landing on rocky soil. Mm-hmm. It could be landing on, um, I don't even know the terminology, but like, you know, healthy soil. Mm-hmm. Or it could be landing on soil that's a mix, you know, and you don't know. Or it just never had time to get root, and then right. the enemy comes up. You know, right. Says that, or you maybe know, it does get root, through, but it doesn't really. But then hard times come, yeah. in and it, you know, right. it So up. it's like, I think that's where, you know, that's going back to the parable of the sower. It's God's job to sow. Like, we throw the seeds as part well, of God sows the seeds through us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We now, Jesus is saying the master throws the seeds. Yeah. Well, after Jesus went, he gave his Holy Spirit and right. he gave them. Like we go can and make throw seeds through we the Holy Spirit. Them. Yes, but it's God doing it through, through us. us. Yeah, it's not us. It's, it's the, not us. But what we Holy do. Holy Spirit can use us. As yes, a, the Holy Spirit uses us. Like a sowing tool mm-hmm. that you, I don't know what it's called, but don't there, aren't there, there like, are like tools, some, like little things that you can they do the seeds turn up the soil yeah. or something? I don't know. And, okay. uh, but it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a good example. It's like, you know, you, you see Someone's it, pushing the little yes. contraption. To, and it's the Holy Spirit pushing yeah. us, but it's not our seed and it's not us to, and we throw it or we give it out based on trust in the Holy Spirit in us to do it. Right. What gets us in trouble is when we try to do it in our own strength. Now, that's where we get, it's another whole, you know, recording podcast here. But what I want to say is, remember, is that God says, it is my seed, and I'm going to throw it. I, it's my kingdom. This is my kingdom, and this is my truth. I'm going to use you. Yeah. And so when um, the parable, what, it said, what they're talking about is they see that God's done something. Mm-hmm. They've seen that God is 
you know, worked a miracle. Mm, but then they're like, oh no. Yeah. And then they see there. evil come. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that person wants to take matters in their yeah. own hands. Going back to like, ben, yeah, the you want to root it up. You, you want to root it yeah. up. And he's saying, because I, and you know, it, like you said before, it's not that they had a bad heart. They wanted to do, they wanted truth to mm-hmm. prevail. They wanted right. what God. It's pure holiness right. to remain. And we so should does God. All, yes, yeah. absolutely. But what Jesus is saying there is, remember, you're not God. Right. And while you're doing something, you're thinking that you're I'm out doing something good for me, yeah. you may make it worse. Right. And that's what we do often. Well, when yeah. we try to play God and we try to, you know, even with way. parents, I see yeah. this all the time, even in my own life as a parent, I want so bad to show you or, you know, your sisters and brothers, my grandkids, I want to show them, like, don't do this. Like, don't you see that if you continue in this right. direction or you, you know, continue with this mindset, right. you're well, not you going to go. That you, when you see that their soil is rocky or, yeah, yeah it's like you want to. Going in a bad in yeah, a direction. Yeah, you're like, no, put this good soil in so that the seeds, you know, flourishes. That's what you're wanting. and But you're looking at us being like, like you're wanting our soil to be different when in those moments, but it's not. Well, what I'm wanting is I want. Should I just stop talking about the soil? And, see? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I don't I know. Get a yard, yard person, because <laughs> I, I don't think you have any clue here. This is <laughs> 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 okay, we're gonna try very hard on this uh, seed here. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to like make it easier <laughs> this is exactly this is exactly what I'm doing I'm trying to make it easier and I'm making yes, it worse yes <laughs> let's just like basically the bottom line is let God be God and us quit trying to change people's lives I say this all the time we can't even change our own lives and oh. we don't know what's bad like for instance I could say don't do this because that's bad and God may say no I want her to go down that direction because I want her to see Right, I'm doing and something, you're saying, and you're getting in my way. You're not, but what you're I'm not, not saying, saying bad sin. is bad. Well, you're not saying God is God. Never wants us to sin. Never. So that's not when you say bad. You're not saying I see her going down this path that's sinful. It's like I see. Just explain that for me, because okay. I, I feel like when you say a lot of times, parents get so panicky. They're gonna they're gonna protect their kids, and they do it in such a way they don't give them any room to be who they are. Right. And they want, and they're concerned, and they're worried constantly, which what parent Well, isn't. in this world, especially, because yeah, even going back to, like, who they are, because there are times where it's, well. Well, I, I just think it's, I mean, it's it's a, a loving, a parent's loving heart to just want to make sure that their kids not make mistakes. Yeah. But we are not god and we cannot control the choices of our kids and a lot you can of guide times and help yeah mm-hmm. i mean we can guide them we can help them you know we can tell give them, them the truth yeah. but what we often think we're like well there's some evil in this there may be some evil in it but god may be using it not all things are good but god uses mm-hmm. all things for his good our good and his glory and so i think that what God is trying to bottom line is we would just chop this up worse than any kind I'm of seed. I'm so sorry, it's not my fault. No, but, I, no, I just need to let. No, I'm just saying is that and get out of the garden. The bottom, the bottom, <laughs> yeah. The bottom line is this: is that what we have to do is that we may see the evil, we may see that it's wrong. It isn't that the the people did not see that it was 
you know, that it was not bad. It right. was bad. It was evil. Right. It was they weeds. It. it was mm-hmm. evil. The enemy has come in, and the enemy has taken control of, in their mind, the field. But God was like, no, they're still good here. And and it's not up to you to pluck the evil out. It's up to me. You can't take the evil out of someone else's life. Because while you're doing that, you may hurt them. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I'm doing in their right, life. Right. And that's basically the, the thing. And yeah, I think you don't know it you don't know parents, what God's doing and what right. God wants for in, someone in else's anybody's life. life. Whether yeah. it's a friend or whether it's someone you care about, whether it's a you know, a family member, whether it's friends, whether it's just other people that you're looking and watching them and seeing them you in your mind mm-hmm. make mistakes. And we can tend to project because it might be it might have been in your own life that was, you know, but then maybe God used that in your you know what I'm saying? We can project as well. It's like oh yeah, and you have to be careful. I know what you're saying too, because I've said this so many times. I don't want to applaud sin. So I'm not saying, oh well just let him go down that path because God's gonna someday right. make it right. But what he's saying is you really need to know the good and the evil. You, mm-hmm. It was a good thing that these people, they these slaves, mm-hmm. saw that and said, Master, this would be us. Mm-hmm. As you know, uh, Paul said he was a slave to righteousness. So as a child of God, mm-hmm. we should say, Father, I see this and this is evil. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but let me take care of it. Yeah. You don't try to take the evil out of someone else's life. Yeah. You can pray for them and you right. can ask them. And you, and you can, can help sow them seeds. Or, you can, yeah, like tell them you the truth. You can tell my truth and I'll use you through the power of the Holy Spirit. But you can't control someone else's. But you else's. can't be their God. Yeah. And, and that's where it's really hard. We I think we finally summed it up well in so. that moment. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we should just close in prayer. But you know, hopefully people didn't stop listening. Yeah, but. I hope that you're in, entering this conversation because it's very complicated. Because Clearly. how do you balance? <laughs> Carol's having a very <laughs> difficult time with it, and maybe it's because I've been meditating on it and I've seen it so much, even in my own life, for where even as a parent and someone that I love and some people that are very close to me that are strong, mature Christians, I can see in them that they're, you know, sowing some really bad weeds, that the enemies come in their life and they're tempting them to to be bitter. They're tempting mm-hmm. them to to judge and to cast a stone. And they're they're getting so caught up in all the weeds mm-hmm. where Satan has gotten in. And I mean and, it doesn't I think it goes back to like doesn't mean that the good wheat isn't there. Yes. You know, like like those you know the people that you're seeing, it's there's some the good weed in it. is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just getting a little caught up right now. And that's where it's really hard is when there is the good and the evil in it. But what's really hard is when you care about someone, like you said, and you want them to make the right choices. You want them to to think the right thoughts. You want them to make the right choices. You want them to live a life and pursue holiness. And you see that maybe the enemies come in and discourage them and cause them to be depressed or cause them to get down or cause them to make some bad choices. You, you know, and so when you see someone like that and you care about them, you're hurt. And so our first reaction is to jump in there mm-hmm. and run in there and, and grab hold and, and expose all the enemies' attacks and all the enemies' things. That, and, you know, we were saying at the very beginning, it's graduation, you know, and the kids are leaving to go to college. And, you know, one of the things that I gave them is one of the gifts is some of the things of how you can know when the enemy's attacking you. Be very, be on alert, you know. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. says that in Ephesians, be on alert. The enemy is out to get you. And I think that for... For Jesus, what he was saying and teaching his disciples was 
be just careful. I want you to know right and wrong, but I don't want you to be well, I think and play my role. It's interesting at the end of that, of these verses that you've read, mm-hmm. he's basically saying, if you do it, this is going back to the truth that we've right. said 10,000 times in this episode, but, and I mean that in a good way, like it's yeah. just, this, it's the same truth, but if when you do it, you're going to get the evil and the good. You're mm-hmm. going to get the weed and the wheat. But when I do it in my time, at the harvest time, and we don't know when that is, but in my time, when I do it, I'm he will only get the weeds mm-hmm. and they will be burned, but he will gather the wheat into his barn. Mm-hmm. So it's like when we do it, like we've said before. We can make a mistake. We can make yeah, a mistake. We, mess we, may, we may get the good mm-hmm. with the bad, but when God does it, he's only going to get the evil. He's only mm-hmm. going to get the weeds. Mm-hmm. And he will, he will deal with it. He will deal with the evil. Mm-hmm. He, it will... Have it will get what it deserves. It will be burned, mm-hmm. but the wheat will go into his barn. It will yeah. be with him. Yeah. And I think that's the I don't just seeing that distinction of like okay, when we do it, we it's might mess not, it up. Yeah. We might get good uh-huh. and the bad, or we might get the good mm-hmm. with the bad when we just meant to right. get the bad. But God is God is able to separate the wheat and the weeds in a way that we can never do because we just don't know. We don't know their hearts. Right. We and don't we know can't their do motivation. It. We yeah. don't know what's doing, and we don't know what God's doing in their lives. You look at, you know, I know this is really hard about you look at the you know life of Job and Satan you know said you know what a, you know Job just serves you for nothing you know he just serves you because you're doing you know good things to him and God allowed the enemy allowed the weeds to come around because God was going to use that for Job's good right. and and you know again it's one of those things like you said it's just we want to remove the evil in someone else's life. We we can sometimes we feel like we can see something they can't see, so we're going to be their eyes. I I think I say this all the time. It was was a real principle that was given to me years and years ago, and I and I thought, I've never forgotten it. And it was like you cannot get mad at a blind man oh, for yeah. not seeing the rainbow. Yeah, and it's like you know these people sometimes are people in our lives. They they don't see that they're that the enemies come. They don't see that yeah. what they're doing is really, you know, not good. Yeah. And but sometimes sitting on the back and looking at someone else's life, we see it in a different view, and we want to rush in and show them what's good right. and what's bad. Which you know, we can say it goes back to we can say the truth, we can, but we cannot apply the truth to someone else's life. That's right. And we can't take the evil from someone else's yeah. life. Only God can do that. And that's through the Holy Spirit giving them the power to overcome. But anyway, I just I think as you know, we ending this conversation and just talking to other people as y'all have I hope Entered into our conversation as and you go into understood our conversation. I, I mean, you're probably gone by this time. <laughs> like you won't even ride by Pike's just, Nursery. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what you want to do is that you just want to go back and look at Matthew 13. There's just so many parables, and he's talking about you know holiness, and he's talking about the enemy, and he's talking about our hearts, and really and truly is just essential as a follower of Jesus to really understand and know what Jesus is saying in Matthew 13. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website, dotbowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen. Dot Bowen.